Welcome back to Be Great With Nate, the podcast that trains you to master your mind, body, and emotions to help you take complete control of your life. I'm your host, your coach, Nate Ortiz. I'm enthusiastic about teaching you how to manage your health and mindset while you pursue your goals in life. My goal is to clear your confusion regarding the body, mind, and life itself. If you want to learn how to become the best version of yourself, then you're going to want to stick around. Got a really deep question that came in about a week or two ago, and I can't wait to get to it. It says, hi, Nate. I've come across your podcast at the perfect time in my life. Your work has helped me so much. I've been doing trauma work since January, and it also helped a lot. I have a lot more work to do, and it hasn't been easy. I'm saving for your program because I think it would be really great for me. I deal with identity crisis. So finding what I love and my goals is hard. I know I want to help the world heal like you and my trauma coach do. I deal with a lot of health anxiety. So I guess my question is, can you touch on health anxiety and an identity crisis? Thank you for being you. Yes, I can. And we're going to be breaking both of these apart. And I'm excited to uh, do this with you today because I think this is going to help a lot of people, especially the identity crisis, the, the um, anxiety stuff. You know, we spoke about a couple of times on this podcast, but these things can storm up together. And I want to go through the identity crisis first, and I'll show you how everything works together so you can um, you can take this and it can be practical, right, for you to change. Identity, identity crisis usually can happen, and I can relate to it very deep because it happened to me probably three or four times in the last 10 years alone. It's usually when it's a, some form of a transition you just made. Okay, so it can be going from being a college student into the quote unquote real world. It can go on from changing your job. It can go on from moving from a different neighborhood to another neighborhood. It can go from moving out of your parents' home for the first time. It can come from coming out of a bad relationship or a bad breakup or just a breakup itself. Um, so it usually happens after some form of a transition in your life. You see, you had you were you became a person, a version of yourself when you were a part of that situation. You were a party, you was a version of yourself when you was at school. You was a version of yourself when you lived with your parents. You're you was a version of yourself subconsciously in the environments that you lived in, the people that you were around, the things that you did. Even a version of yourself on how you looked. What happens is when this change comes. It could come at a at a rapid pace or it can come at a pace where we go through identity crisis because we're in a different environment. We're around different people and different circumstances, and we're kind of trying to apply new things subconsciously while trying to overcome the difficulties of life. For an example, if you just got out of a bad relationship and you moved out or your partner moved out, now you have to find, well, a new apartment. How are you going to pay? Now you have to, you know, possibly change your budget on how you spend money. Now you have to, you know, handle responsibilities a little different in the house. Maybe, you know, now you have to take 100% control of everything when it comes down to the chores. There's, these little things seem like they're not a lot and it can affect a person. But these things add up. Okay. They definitely add up. And then most importantly is like the time that you can get coming out of a transition. Right. So. If you're used to your family support or that partner support or your old, you know, um, you know, uh, roommates in college support, you no longer have that either. So 
You became a version of yourself with the things that you had. You built your identity based on what you were and what you were surrounded by. So keep that in mind. And my whole life, I was an athlete. My entire life, I was an athlete. My entire life, I was always known to be a sports at star. I played for the number one basketball school in the country. I was the first Division I football player in school history out of my high school. I played Division I football. I played on ESPN. I was everywhere I went in, in, in the, the city I grew up in. People knew that I was that athlete. In 2017, I had a, um, a, a teammate run into my spine. When my teammate ran into my spine, damaged my spine, it was a it was a big possibility. I, I was very close to becoming paralyzed. I couldn't walk for a couple of weeks. It was a nightmare. I lost my career, but then I also lost the people that were a part of my career. I lost all my teammates. I lost the support of my coaches. I even I I I believe that one of the closest friends that I had in my life you know, made up this weird way to exit my life with this weird story um, because I was no longer going to the NFL and he wasn't going to benefit from it. I lost a lot of people because I didn't go to the NFL. It was in 2017. And I had to ask myself, who am I? I went through identity crisis. I'm no longer an athlete. I no longer want to watch sports as much as I were wanted to do before. When you're an athlete, I was watching sports. I was playing sports video games, right? I was in the coaching. I was with the coaches. I was traveling around the country playing people. And I went through an identity crisis. I had no idea who I was outside of being an athlete. But deep down inside... I knew who I wanted to be. So deep down inside with you, you know who you want to be. You said, I know I want to help the world heal like you and my trauma coach do. You know that. What I find is when I, when it was time for me to make the transition from being a Division One football player to then making becoming a coach when I graduate and an entrepreneur and making videos and things like that, it seemed far-fetched. It seemed almost impossible. And someone who struggled and can struggle with anxiety, it gave me anxiety because I'm like, okay, how do I go from this to exactly that? How do I go from an athlete to going becoming a, a content creator and a coach? How do I do that? Oh, my God. And then you put your first video out and you get four views and then you're like, I'm never going to be, I'm never going to make it. Because I was moving out of the fight or flight mode. And when it's time to change, that's one of the worst. It can help being in fight or flight mode can help get things done, but it's, it's not going to help when it comes down to creativity. The more stressed that you are, the more you're stuck into your root chakra. Zone one, adrenals, fight or flight. The more you're stuck into zone one, fight or flight, scientifically, the more you're in the reptilian brain for safety and security. But those that can look at the body holistically, you're in a, you're in a root chakra. You can never get to the crown chakra. You can never get to the, to the third eye or the crown chakra when you're stuck into the root chakra. Most of your energy is being suppressed in the root chakra.
why do you need the crown chakra, the third eye chakra? Because your intuition, your sixth zone, your intuition, wisdom, patience, clarity, getting clear. Zone seven, chakra seven, being connected to source. You can't get there when you're stuck into the root chakra. All your energy is being pulled into your root chakra. Into, so I like to say it like this. The more fight or flight that you're in, the more you, you're, you're pulled into the root chakra. The root chakra is the chakra that pull, pulls you down on earth. The more you're going to stress about man-made things. The more you're going to depend on man-made things to help you. That can be pharmaceuticals. That can be junk food, man-made food, man-made um, algorithms like social media and you get so stuck in the patterns of that where you lose the ability to have faith or have courage or have vision of believing in something bigger than you is going to help you get to where you want to go so it gives you anxiety because it feels like it's you against the world so we'll get to that in a second so when I graduated I was a lone wolf I I had I I who who am I? I didn't I didn't want to watch sports for that little bit of time being. I watch it a little bit today, but you got to go like when you're going from a Division one athlete, a potential NFL prospect, to not you you. <laughs> what are you doing on Saturdays when you're used to playing on ESPN? What are you doing on that Saturday when the whole campus is going to the game and you're sitting in your room? What are you doing when you no longer have practice? What are you doing when you no longer have team meetings? What are you doing when you're no longer around your teammates all day? Who do you hang around? You start noticing people on campus you've never even seen before because now you're you're actually on campus at 2 o'clock instead of in practice, and you start seeing people who are coming to campus at 2 o'clock you've never seen before. So in 2017, when I graduated, I went to New York City, and I I I had to kill the old version of me. I had to kill the old version version of me how do you do that we sometimes when we want to lose weight we and then we look at old pictures on how we used to look how good we used to look that right there gets you stuck into the past and 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 then feeling guilty and then repeats the past as the now you got to kill you, you look good back in the day good job we got to look better the goal is to look better than we did before so we can't, we're not comparing. I had to kill the old version of me because I was no longer Nate the athlete. And, and by going through that, it was like snake, a snake getting rid of its skin, its old skin. I had to get rid of the old me, the old patterns, wearing all my football gear as far as like, you know, Delaware football, jumpsuits and shirts and shorts. I gave it all away. I took all my football gear and I gave it to my family. I got rid of it. I never went back to a football, a Delaware football game since then. Five years later, still haven't went back to campus. I killed that version of me. It doesn't exist anymore. I had to make room for the new me. You, there's a law. I forgot the name of the law. But there's a law. If you want to make room for something, you have to get rid of things to make room for it. For an example, if you've been saying to yourself, you want to get a new pair of shoes or you want to get a new pair of jeans and you haven't and you notice yourself, you know, not getting it done and you oh, you keep you procrastinating. 
go throw your shoes away. Go throw the most of the shoes that you have right now that you don't use. And watch you now have more motivation and reason and desire to want to replace those shoes. So that's the same thing. You don't like your old friends. You don't like the friends that you're hanging out with. You don't like the environment you live in. Get rid of the old friends. Then you're forced to make new friends. You can't sit there with your old friends and your back of your mind like, oh my God, I need new friends. No, if you want new friends, you have to get rid of the ones that you have now. You have to kill the old version of you. Sometimes when I have to transform into a newer version of myself, something changes. My hairstyle changes. That's usually the first thing. You can see that subconsciously a lot of people do that. Subconsciously, people will cut their hair. Subconsciously, people would dye their hair. Subconsciously, people would change the way they look because they're no longer the old version of them. In 20... In 17, 2018, I went through that while I was going through an identity crisis, I was going through it because I didn't want to let go of the version I was. I didn't want to let it go. I wanted to keep that version of me plus the new things I want in my life. But it doesn't work like that. When you try to force something, that's when you are going to have more issues and struggles. And that's why I was having more identity crisis. If I wanted to make videos in my Delaware gear and keep on to this part of me, and then people ask me, oh, you play football? Then I got to bring them through the story. Then I got to do this whole ex explanation. Then I can never kill that version of me. It's like that old version of Nate was just sticking, sticking around. Didn't want to leave. I had to get rid of that Nate. So I gave all the clothes away. I changed, you know, out of the teammates that I have, I keep up with probably one to three to this day out of 54, I changed the friends that I had. And I'll tell you the truth, I was lonely because I just, I left an environment in Delaware, went to New York City. I left the environment of the football players and football teammates and went alone. But you see how you want to find, you know, so finding what I love and my goals is hard. You say that. But then you follow up with it saying, I know I want to help the world heal like what you and my trauma coach do. So right there, that's like your old version of you saying, it's going to be hard to find what you want. Let's stay comfortable. Let's not go nowhere. No, no, no. Don't. Let's not learn on how to become the new you. It's hard. That's the old you. And then the new you in the, in the following sentence from saying it's hard, you tell me that you want to do what I do and your trauma coach does. You see how it plays games with you? That's what happens when you let them stick around a little bit. You got to get rid of that version of you. So when you're going through this version of getting rid of the old you, you may start feeling alone. You may feel alone. You may feel like there's nothing out there. There's, there's, it's alone because you're entering a new environment on your hero's journey. It's a new journey. You're doing a new call to action. But we're blessed today that we have so many things to come into your own algorithm. You can, you can use, see, I call it the algorithm of man-made algorithm of social media, the internet, that's man-made algorithm. Something that controls your environment, controls what you see, controls 
who get to seize you controls that. For example, the more that you go on a social media platform and the more you like certain posts, the more that algorithm knows what you like and brings you what you more things that you like to you, your, your attention. Well, the universe does that too. <laughs> the universe does that too. So it may be, you know, it's really smart and wise to start letting the universe know more and more and more what you like and then start putting time behind it. Because when you do that, the universe starts bringing you people like you or that have the same interest. Consequences that are called luck when opportunity meets preparation. <clears throat> so when I went into New York City, I got really clear on what I wanted to become. And I got rid of everything that reminded me the old me and I created a new me. I was always used to being, you know, a little husky, 260, 270. I used to have this kind of like just mustache and chin hair only. I used to get the chin hair lined up like a little diamond. And and um, yeah, I, I shaved that off and I went with the baby face and I got really skinny. I lost a lot of muscle a little bit with it, but I got skinny. My goal was to get, you know, I didn't have to be a football player anymore. No so I wanted to get into like lean, lean shape. So I lost all the weight. And every day when I woke up, I didn't have friends that I communicated with, right? Because I have no friends and I was going through identity. But I made Bob Proctor my best friend. I made Paul Check my best friend. I made Yo Elliott one of my best friends. I made J. Cole one of my best friends. What does that mean? When I woke up, instead of hanging with teammates, instead of doing all that, I went on YouTube and I watched all the videos that Bob Proctor put up while I was making my breakfast, while I was getting ready to go to the gym, while I was sitting there studying for the things that I wanted to do towards my dream. So I manipulated the music I listened to. was not, It was no sad music. It was all ins, uh, inspirational music. A lot of J. Cole. I listened to a lot of J. Cole at that time. I mean, J. Cole's one of my favorite artists, but he made an album that I, I sits with me very well to this day that when I was going through this situation. Sometimes it was scary. I was living with my, my girlfriend's father and her in Washington Heights. And I'm like, how did I go from potentially being a division, I mean, an NFL star to being in another ghetto. Can I make it out again? Can I do this again without sports? Then what I started to learn is the same things that got me to where I was before can get me to the next thing. And the same thing for you. What does that mean? The same thing that made me a Division One football player, I could take the same work ethic. The only thing I'm missing is the information. You see, most of the things that are stopping you from getting from where you want to go, I mean, where you are now to where you want to get to, is information information. That's it. You just need to learn the information. What got me to, I needed to learn information about how to make videos and get seen. I had to make information. I had to find information on how to become a holistic practitioner. I had to find the information on how to become certified, but becoming certified, I need to learn the information behind it to pass the test. So where you are to where you want to be, you want to do things like me and your health coach, what do you, what do you need? 
Well, I'll tell you right now what you need. You need you're going to need some certifications. So what, what kind of work do you want to do? Do you want to do more of a holistic approach or do you want to based on trauma? And then from that point right there, then you find a certification that lines up with what you want. And then the next step is cert, uh, getting certified. So let's just say, oh my God, Nate, I want to get certified, but it's $700. I only have 200. Okay, fine. Now find more ways to make another 500 to then buy that. Make a game plan. When you wake up in the morning and the game plan is to do some overtime at work and you're driving to work, listen to positive things. Put this podcast on. Put Bob Proctor on. Listen to inspirational things. Get rid of what you used to think about and what you used to do before and retrain your brain that you're going a different direction. And now after two weeks, instead of having 200 towards that program, you have $350. But you can see you're getting closer and you can see why the competition quits because it's hard. But it gets hard because you're trying to keep the old friends around, the old habits around, the old mindset around. But you're not doing that. You kill that old version of yourself, metaphorically. And you're preparing for the newer version of yourself. So that's what I did. I prepared for the new version of me. And then it becomes subconscious, automatic. And then... That year was when my teammates tried to go to the NFL and most of them, most of them didn't. They went through their identity crisis for years. And around a year, a year ago, while my, my new dream and new version of me was booming in the world, my old teammates saw that. And I had to mentor how them how to get out of that version of them, how to do the same thing you're asking me, the self-identity or the identity crisis. Some of them, I flew out to Los Angeles. I paid for their flight. They stood in my guest house. I, I, paid, I took a week off and I spent all day with them in, in a different part of LA with different type of people to show them that they can have more life. They, they, they don't have to accept the old version of them. They just need to get clear on what they want. And I'm proud to say, each of them are very successful in both of their careers today. And when I see what they do on Facebook and on Instagram, it makes me very happy. So what I'm saying to you, you, you want to know who you want to become a little bit like me or your health coach, I mean, your trauma coach, you sit there and put in your imagination, you're doing what I'm doing. How do you feel? You're doing what your trauma coach is doing. How do you feel? Which one resonates with you a little more? And here's a beautiful part. You can't go wrong either way. Because if you do what your trauma coach is doing and you start that off, but then you notice that you want to do more a little of what I do, you can just find the information and add that on. And now you have more credentials. Now you do, now you're, now you're, you have both, you know, best of both worlds. Now you're more certified to be able and, and, and skilled to help people. You see that there's no loss in this situation. Get rid of the old you, get rid of the old habits, get rid of all of that. And when you get rid of the old you, you get rid of the old habits, you get rid of everything that comes with slowing you down. And brings you old memories and old feelings and old things. 
you have to get you have to replace it with something new something new you're not going to have friends in a little while when you go through this identity crisis you and if you do great I'm, i i had my partner the person i'm still with to this day was with me at that time and believed in me but that's it you're not going to have so many you know it's okay it's all right it happens when you make this transition because when you start doing something you love you start getting around people who when you start doing something you love, you start getting clear on it. Then when you go to those events, then when you go to those um, classes, then when you go to these areas of your life, then you meet people that have the same interests as you, and then you create new friends. Get rid of the old you. You get in, you got slightly clear on what you want. The reason why it's hard is because you're trying to keep something from the old you with you. You know you want to do with either I'm doing or what your trauma coach is doing. Sit there and pick one. Pick the one that is not going to be as much of as a challenge for you that's going to overwhelm you and your anxiety. And then start off small. Go with that certification. Learn a little more from her or her and his contact. I mean contact. Go to their Instagram. Learn who they learned from. And then literally just alchemize this, these things and this information into your life and practice it each and every day. And then one of the best things you can do, and it seems that you already have your trauma coach as a coach already, ask for their mentorship. See if they offer mentorship. I offer my clients mentorship. So when the client signs up for my mentorship program, we get their health together. We get their digestion, everything that they have that they need to fix physically, we and emotionally, we do all that. We get rid of the old them, we 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 help them with their transformation. And then we have about like four to five weeks to get them to the next step. So I step in there, I help them with all their mentorship. I, I help them if they want to make content, I mentor them how to. I teach them every single step. And the beautiful part about it is that the Be Great We Need Academy is going to have everything that I offer people on that academy. How to make videos, got it on there. If you're a coach and you don't, your business is not doing good, I have a course that's called Turning Your Dream to Green. Probably going to be over 70 videos on that from everything, how to create a video to how to create a TikTok video to how to create a podcast to how to convert a client to how much to charge. Every single thing you can think about. So find somebody who offers mentorship. It can be me. It can be anybody. I'm going to answer part two and um, I mean, I'm going to answer your second question about the anxiety situation because that can be holding you back. The anxiety can actually hold you back from actually getting it done. This all can sound exciting, but the anxiety can be like handcuffs to a pole. It won't let you go. So I'm going to make a part two to this podcast like answering that. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. Be on the lookout for part two on how to get over and overcome the anxiety that can be stopping you from getting you to where you want to go to. Thank you for listening. Be on the lookout for the Be Great Minute Academy. We have some pretty cool announcements coming up. I'm going on two big-time podcasts this month. I've been really busy preparing for both of those shows, and I'm going, I'm going in person. So I will be flying to Miami, and then I will be flying to San Diego, and I'm excited for to share that information when I can actually release it. I probably could release it this week or next week, but be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for part two.
Peace. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope the show gave you valuable information. If you did, take a screenshot, post it on social media, like your Instagram story or someone on your social and tag me. I will definitely get back to you. I really appreciate the love. Or you can easily just leave a rating or a review if you have the time. You don't understand how much those little things right there help me push this show to get more people like you to listen. If you want more Be Great With Nate, you can head over to BeGreatWithNate.com and I'll meet you there. Until next time, peace.